0: going for boost well I think going for boost if you're a boost merchant like someone like AJ or someone you go for boost 100% of the time
1: yes always every second of every game balls going in your net don't worry about it go get the boost and make sure you've got the full 100 to celebrate with the other team
0: Um, never. 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 Yeah. yeah, never. Always, always perfect. Yes. Number
1: one Royal Rocket League. <laughs> Welcome to the Boost Over Ball podcast, where three aggressively average Rocket League players talk about everything RLCS with your hosts, Ace, Code Red, Jack, Kyle Cube, and AJ Binky. So if you've ever wondered when the best time to go for Boost Over Ball is, you've come to the right place.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Over Ball podcast. To listeners new and old, hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today I'm here with Flash Pandy. Uh, you guys may remember him from the UI update roadmap changes
1: episode. Uh, how are you doing today? Hey, man! happy to be back. Talk some more about some uh, new news in RLCS, other news in Rocket League. Hell yeah. So uh, today's going to be, we're, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything, um,
0: we're going to talk about the UI changes in the update that came to Rocket League, um, touch a little bit on Rocket Racing, um, talk about the tweet that the official Rocket League account tweeted, and uh, finish off with some roster updates. Um, also, uh, this is the 69th episode of nice. of the podcast, the nicest of all time. So... <laughs> So, you know, do with that information what you will, but it will be the nicest episode we've ever done. But, it has to be. Yeah, no kidding. But <laughs> uh, with with that, we'll, we'll jump right in into the content today. So the UI changes and update that just came to Rocket League along with the season reset, um, we talked about it, you know, previously. But first and foremost, the squared-off edges of the menu boxes. Now that you actually can see them, it's not a dramatization like it actually we have it in front of us what do you what are your thoughts
1: uh personally i hate it uh it's it it looks okay but upon my first inspection of the new ui i honestly my best description of it was i felt off balance looking at it it felt like my screen was like tilting in at me (laughs) i don't know it's just kind of the way it's angled just kind of looks weird but the squared off edges it looks fine um to me, it looks a little unfinished, but at the same time, I kind of like how it uh, is less of kind of like that cartoony look that Fortnite uses. It's kind of more of a uh, more industrial look. I, 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 like, I like how it looks uh, now. It just looks a little unfinished still, kind of uh, unbalanced in my opinion. I have good, good opinions, bad opinions about it. It's not bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a like a big change also without being a big change. I don't know if that like makes sense, but like they've changed the look of things. Well, not really, not really changing much, but to me it feels unbalanced because like you still have, we still have three boxes on the top and three boxes on the, we have three boxes on the top and three boxes on the bottom, but they're not squared off. It's not in a grid system. So you've made all the boxes squares now, but you haven't made the menus, like you haven't made it symmetric.
1: And that's my problem with it, and we'll get more into it in a second, but just the different menus, they just all feel different, so it's just kind of like, where is consistency with this? Um, it doesn't, like I said, it just doesn't feel complete, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but, um, you know, another one of the, the main like negatives that I've heard is it, it takes a little bit, it's a different pathing to get to free play now. So, you know, you go into autopilot trying to get to free play from like the main menu or from uh from in in the game and you end up in novice training or the tutorial i
1: can't can't explain to you how many times i've done that and it takes so long to get out of it oh my god it's the
0: worst because it has to go through all the tip the text tips and everything before it'll let you leave and you're like oh not believe i just loaded back into the
1: tutorial again well not only that it's it takes a year to get from the first menu to the second menu to click on it and then by the time you're at that point it's like come on already it's it's not an instant menu anymore you can't just click through it you have to wait for it to go away and repopulate and it's 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 really inconvenient we're all talking like first world problems here wasting a second on a menu but hey We've all been used to it for years now, and this kind of change is actually so important. <laughs> hey, I mean, we have like the insta leave through Bacchus mod now, right? So, like, I mean, True.
0: like you're used to like insta leave directly into tra- into training, like into free play. That's just how it goes. That's how high high ranking lobbies are. That's just the way that the game is. So, anything that kind of takes people away from their routine or their like muscle memory is going to throw people off for a little while. So, I mean, I understand. It, it looks cleaner to have it where it is now, but you know, I, I just I don't know anybody who's going in to do the tutorial uh, training pack after you've originally booted into the game for the first time.
1: I, I haven't touched it on purpose in literally seven years. I don't see why it even still exists, to be honest. I feel like once you get past a certain level, you shouldn't be able to go back to it. It's just that annoying. but hey, uh, here we are. We're in 2023. We have to cater to everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, or just leave it in the game. So if you make a new account, you have to do it. You have to hundred percent it before you can do anything else. Smurfs. You, True. Eh, another another way to help limit that. <laughs> um, but one thing that I actually do kind of enjoy is all of the competitive game modes being in one menu box. You could, if you want, if you were feeling so inclined, you could queue for twos, threes, ones, rumble, and then, you know, snow day or drop shot and hoops all at the same time. If you were so inclined, I I think that that's a a good change. RIP drop shot. Just have to put it out there. Hey, I mean, it's coming back next season and it's in the casual, the casual mode for now.
1: in three months? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's not bad uh i i like it Uh, fantastic feature we talked about it last time about how it's uh the most highly anticipated feature of this update and i certainly would agree uh it's uh definitely what everybody was expecting I it is nice to be able to like hey if i'm feeling twos modes today cue hoops and twos which i would never do uh but i can cue rumble and threes at the same time or whatever i, I think it's really convenient it, it gets more people Uh, in the mood to play extra modes and people that don't play extra modes and never really have i feel like they're more inclined to start playing them now because you know a lot of people like to see oh i have ssl or gc across the board now they want to play extra modes to get all of those gc as well so it's gonna get more people playing extra modes which is awesome
0: that's a point i didn't think about before it's going to be even more appealing for people to try and get you know I want you know, I want diamond in all modes, I want champ in all modes, you know, SSL, G C you know, whatever it is for your level that you're trying to attain. You see them all in one page now.
1: It's not just like for people that grind the mode a lot, you're gonna have better queue times for sure. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I mean I think that this is a a, a positive change in the right direction. I also like that they've added um they added knockout, they added uh, I think they added spike rush. Although maybe that's just because it's in football season right now, but American football yeah. season, but you know all of the the modes that people enjoy playing, other than some of the LTM modes, um, they're all in one place as well in the casual playlist. I think that's another good change.
1: Yeah, bringing back different game modes every day or every week uh, is also nice too. You don't have to wait for halloween to play spike rush or you don't have to wait for thanksgiving to play gridiron like it's they're going to be on a rotation every week you know when things are coming back uh kind of like the the in-game tournaments you kind of have a schedule that you can look forward to so i think that's good too just kind of having a variety instead of having to wait for a specific event for people to be able to play things It's, it's a good change for sure
0: yeah and then the last thing that we'll kind of talk about from this this ui change and you know update is the new map that they introduced kind of quietly in my opinion
1: couple of new maps uh wasteland with grass uh let's see what's the other one uh farmstead with grass and then they yeah. added manfield dusk so those three i love them personally i think that was rocket league's way of telling people to go touch grass
0: <laughs> i i saw a couple of tweets and jokes about that that's fantastic um <laughs> i think that the maps are well balanced right like it's another reskin you know for sure like we've we've seen you know time and time again with rocket league max but They're standard maps. I mean, like, what else are people expecting? Like, you're not going to make any drastic changes to the map because it's standard. They're all the same. They just have different backgrounds, different on-field experiences. However, one thing that they did not do was try and reinvent the wheel or do anything drastic, right? I remember when Salty Shores came out, and everybody was like, oh, my God, instant dislike. Get this map out of competitive. It's way too bright. You know, Then they had the Fire and Ice map where they're like, you know, that's, that's too dark. That's too light. You know, um... The upside down for Halloween that they brought in, that was way too dark. So I think that these yeah. are a good balance of both of those. And I think that they're welcome additions to ranked, in my opinion.
1: I, th- I think they're starting to realize people don't want all of these flashy cosmetics, uh, unless it's like a decal, obviously, but major things like maps or cars. People, unlike Fortnite, where people want all these flashy like skins for guns or vehicles or whatever it is people want to be able to use something that's like playable and is aesthetically pleasing so i think something as simple as adding grass to a map that doesn't have grass or making a dusk mode to where it's like or a dusk mode on the map to where it looks good Um, looks more cinematic instead of flashy is certainly the way they're going i think they're starting to realize that that's what the community wants for rocket league specifically so i think they're starting to. Uh, understand what the community wants more, and they're certainly delivering on that as far as the maps goes this season and last season too.
0: Yeah. Um. With that also, then we can jump into... Um, it coincides with the update. It coincides with the removal of training, and that's Rocket Racing. Um. I have not played it. I don't know that I'm planning on playing it personally, but I've seen people play it. I have friends who have played it and you know, have talked to me about it. What have you heard about it,
1: and uh, what are your you know reactions if you've seen anybody anybody play? I've heard some content creators talk about it specifically. Lethemir, I know Lethemir's been playing it a lot. He's been grinding it. I'm pretty sure. Um, there's some some aspects of it that are really interesting. Uh, I know they're adding since they did the cross platform inventories or the cross ownership, I think they call it. They're implementing a feature where you, if you get to a certain rank in Rocket Racing, you get. A certain item or items in Rocket League as well. I think it's the OEM set. I think you get an OEM set or certain colors of the OEM set if you get to a certain rank in Rocket Racing. I think that's kind of cool. It gets Rocket League players over into Rocket Racing. But there's not really – I don't see any effort to get Rocket Racing and Fortnite players into Rocket League because from what I have seen, Rocket Racing has absolutely nothing to do with Rocket League other than, the, other than the fact that there's a couple of cars in the game that are Rocket League cars. That's That I am very disappointed about. And the fact that they have spent the better part of two years designing this game is – it's kind of a head-scratcher like – what is this supposed to do for Rocket League? And I don't see, I still don't really see what's in it for us type situation. I feel like this was more of a Fortnite update than a Rocket League update, in my opinion. But apparently it's a pretty cool game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard much of the same. Um, the Rocket League mechanics don't translate into Rocket ra- Racing, which is a little bit unfortunate. You know, yeah. figured maybe all of the mechanics that I've spent, you know, thousands of hours grinding towards <laughs> would help me, give me a competitive advantage, but they don't, which is unfortunate. But, I mean, really, the biggest, you touched on it already, the biggest question about this that Rocket League players have, in my opinion, is will it bring more people back into Rocket League? Will it bring the people who left, you know, after RLCS ended? Will it bring them back? Will it bring new players? Will it, you know, just bring more eyes and attention to Rocket League in general? I think that's, like, the biggest question that is yet to be answered.
1: And I don't know if we're going to get that answer. Uh, it's it's going to be a matter of time, depending on how uh, Rocket Racing does. I mean, it's December 11th. It didn't come out very long ago at all. Um, so I would say a week. Uh, so it's certainly just a matter of time before we see how successful the game actually is. And I, I actually don't know the numbers as of right now, uh, how successful it has been in the first week of its existence. But, again, it just kind of goes back to what you said, like, what's in it for Rocket League? How are they going to get players from the Fortnite side of things? Like, how are they going to use the game to get Fortnite players over to playing Rocket League? I don't see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I personally don't see it either. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some events and some limited time, you know. Items like they've done in the past for Fortnite with, like, the Llama Rama, I think is what it was called, Um, with some items in Rocket League. Maybe maybe they have opportunities to do something similar. But this really gives us a good, like, segue into the tweet that the official Rocket League account, like, the gold checkmark verified official Rocket League account tweeted, which is, like, the first piece of news that we've heard from the official account in, like, since the World Championships ended. And Uh, that is... huge. Hey, all, let's talk about the game we love, Rocket League. The same team that has been supporting Rocket League is still cranking on updates coming to Rocket League in 2024, but both the core game and RLCS. It's a bit too early to share details, but expect more news on that in the new year. Rocket Racing is not replacing Rocket League, and we're excited to grow these games side-by-side with cross-game vehicle ownership between them.
1: I mean, that is promising. We talked about last time about how they're starting to – they made an attempt to talk to us about what their intentions are moving forward or at least just telling us, hey, we have an eye – we have our eyes on the future. And with this, that only continues to say that. I think it's also very interesting at the end. They say Rocket Racing is not replacing Rocket League. That means that they're listening to the community. That doesn't mean they're just saying, hey, we're doing stuff. They're actually listening to what the community is having to say by saying, hey, Rocket Racing is not replacing Rocket League because everyone's been saying, oh my god, Rocket League's done, Rocket Racing's here, and it's replacing our game. That means they are paying attention to what we have to say, and that's also like a really good sign.
0: Yeah, I would agree. But, I mean, you've touched on... You've touched on the... The positives of this, you know, we're starting to get a peek behind the curtain. This is the second tweet in a couple of months where they've actually given us a little bit of hope, I think would be the best word to say that. But now I feel like I got to come at it from the other side. Right. So like us on the podcast here, we've been banging the table for any kind of communication like this could have come in. August could have come in like any time since then saying, hey, we're still working on some back-end stuff for RLCS. Expect more details in 2024. We have not forgotten about you. Something like that. It, it says nothing while saying everything at the same time, and that's what they did right. here. Hey, uh, the same team is supporting Rocket League. We're still working on stuff. It's too early to share stuff. More news coming. Like You're saying something without saying anything, and that's all that we've been asking for since the beginning. Now secondly, as of the time of recording this, like you said earlier on December 11th, this tweet that they, they tweeted has 13,000 likes on 1.3000 retweets and 1.5 thousand comments or um you know re- like quote tweets stuff like that. So the overwhelming majority of these replies are positive. Yeah. However, the biggest thing that I think needs to be talked about and the thing that I don't see a lot of, you know, other content creators or people in general talking about is they're solving a problem that they created for themselves. Like the reason that this tweet is so celebrated is because we've come to expect a level of communication from them that is atrocious, none. That's what we've come to expect. So then anything like the bar is so low that a (laughs) single tweet is like life changing for people.
1: I hope that wasn't intentional. I really do hope that wasn't intentional with this. I don't think it is, but it just, now that you say that, it is It is unfortunate that it has come to that, because realistically, when it comes to announcements, or um, I wouldn't even say transparency, when it comes to games like this, this is extremely vague and gives almost no detail. Whereas, in comparison to, what is it, three years ago, they would give full roadmaps on what to have, to expect. And now we're still getting uh, uh, a bit too early to share details. Before, we would get a roadmap, and now we just say, hey, wait another month, and we'll think about giving you something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, if you think about it, the major tweets, you know, not talking about, like, sponsor content, like the like the Cars crossover or you know, the NFL fan pass or any of the, you know, the the shit that they've been peddling for, you know, for money that way. You got, we're removing trading from a, from like their third account. That's not the main account, you know, like in the middle of the, like in at a random time, you have the up, the, the tweet talking about the update and tweeting a link to the, the article that they posted telling about telling everybody about what they were going to do in the update and what they're going to what they plan on trying to look for moving forward and you have this tweet right and the world championships end i'm just going to say you know for for ease of access end of july right so august september october november december it's been 5 months right it's been almost half a year and they've tweeted three three times yeah that's concerning that's wild to me now like when rlcs comes back and there's professional play happening again. I'm, the game will pick back up. More people will pick the game back up. More people will be interested. There'll be more eyes on Rocket League, and everything will be good as you, good as new for most people. The underlying issues and the underlying structure of how things are like managed now is what will prevent this from happening again. If they continue to be transparent and open and communicative, then by all means, this was this was a necessary evil to go through. If they're not, then you know they've they've failed to capitalize on all of the momentum that they've built through world the world championships, which were the biggest Rocky League event the world has ever seen. And then you're going to wait six months after that to try and restart things over again. Either they've been restarting, just talking about it. Yeah, I know. It just like um, right. I know that there, there have been talks about expanding the lands to more than 16 teams to 24, I believe, which would give some of the more, you know, quote unquote, minor regions a chance to have more region spots. I think that that could be, you know, a cool thing to do. Um, you know, I think a reorganization was definitely necessary because like a two or three week off season is like not sustainable for the players. I understand that. But like six months seems like kind of a lot
1: there has to be some sort of major reconstruction going on because i mean three weeks versus six months and i mean at this point we're six months in no announcement on further moves for rlcs and it's gonna at least be another couple of months uh there's still a lot more time to go and players are just sitting here waiting there and there have been a lot of roster moves which we'll get into soon but i mean people are geared up they're ready to go and we just we don't know what to expect yet and the fact that we don't even have anything saying hey rlcs is on the horizon or we haven't even gotten any like media graphics or like a get ready for rlcs in 2024 thing it's just like hey we're still doing it It, it, it's weird to me
0: it is weird to me as well but only time will tell on that one. We'll hopefully get some more tweets and some more information from Psyonix and from Epic uh, in the coming weeks and uh, but with that, we will jump into roster mo- roster rumors, roster changes, you know whatever you want to call it because you know the sign ups for lCS have not happened yet, so you know we've already seen some rosters that we were you know almost positive would happen have changed. so this is what we have as of now, and I'm sure things will continue to change as the offseason continues, but for now, the information that we have that is the most up-to-date is this. First off, uh, Shopify Rebellion announced the signing of Justin to round out their roster of Two-Piece and Parth.
1: That is going to be spicy.
0: Man, Justin tweeted out a reply. Their their announcement video is pretty good. You know, it's been... Eight years, I think, since Justin... Not eight years, it can't be that long, but it's been quite a few years since Justin joined RLCS with NRG, so it's going to be weird to see him competing for somebody else, but that roster has looked good. They won the draw, one of the draws, and, you know, I think that they will continue to look good.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Two-Piece and Parth, they just kind of needed somebody to be that final piece of the puzzle, and I think Justin definitely is going to be that. Justin i don't know what justin's intentions are i don't know how this team is going to play because i don't know a lot about two-piece and parth but i do know this will be a successful team with the fact that justin is cracked uh and they're definitely going to be successful in some way so i'm excited to see how this team performs for sure
0: yeah well moving on we have dignitas and um in this in the continuing saga of He's going to leave. He's going to stay. And now he's going to leave. Dignitas are set to sign Arsenal and Eris to compete alongside Evo to complete their roster.
1: Arsenal and Eris. Eris is in RLCS now, which is crazy to me. I have just been waiting for Eris to be back in the scene after the ban. And revenge arc for Eris is going to be spicy for sure.
0: Yeah. And then. That, that leaves a spot open on SSG, which is set to be filled by Chicago to play alongside LJ and Hoxer.
1: Chicago's one of my favorite pros, man. I swear. LJ and Hoxer are going to accompany Chicago so well on SSG. I don't know how they're going to shape up against like the more prominent ones teams, but SSG is always putting up, put, puts up a fight. So it's going to be really fun to watch these three. Yeah, um...
0: It's been made official. Version 1 is no longer an organization. They sold off their teams. They sold their Call of Duty World League spot to G2. And they sold their Rocket League roster to G2. The G2 Rocket League roster is set to be Beast Mode, Daniel, and Atomic. N.A. Atomic.
1: So That might be my top pick for a team in N.A. I mean, that's <laughs> Atomic, Daniel, Beast Mode. That might be the most OP roster possible. And being G2, everyone's been wanting for G2 to win. This has to be their season.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of G2, um, OG Gaming enter the scene, and that is Red Bull's uh, esports team, and that will be a team of Nali, JNaps, and Calm, coached by Torment. So some big names in the scene there. You see JNaps moving on from G2, the only team he's ever played for. And um, you see Nolly and Com making way from their perspective teams. So I think this has this roster has some potential here.
1: I didn't know that Naps was still playing, to be completely honest. All of these changes and I was like, oh, Naps is done. But no, I mean, hello, with Com and Nolly, it's going to be really entertaining.
0: And he's got the fire still. That was one of the big questions we had coming into the offseason. Would that would that be it for naps? But, you know, he's still got it. He still wants to compete. So, you know, good for him
1: especially with this off season. I didn't expect him to wait this long to come back and play, but he still wants it, obviously. Yeah. Next,
0: um, we have a, another French organization, gentle mates joining the scene and they pick up Itachi, Seiko and juicy and they're to be coached by Eversacks. So, you know, good for them after they're, you know, they're kicked or left or dropped from their, their former teams. And, you know,
1: means it's more. kind of a, a lot of wildcard players coming together. I don't know a lot about these three uh, individually, but I know they're all extremely good players on their former orgs. So another French org, it's going to be scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're taking over. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll go rapid fire here through some of these, and then we can talk about them in a more broader sense after. But Luminosity complete their roster, uh, set to compete with Cheese, Rettles, and Magic Bear. NRG complete their roster uh, with Mist, Garrett G, and Frosty. Um, Haybro are set to sign Wavy to complete their roster of Hockey and Creams. M80 signing Jorias from EU, AJ, and Nas from EU as well to complete their roster. Gen G bring in First Killer to play alongside apparently Jack and Chronic. And Crew uh, are set to sign AJG, Card,
1: and BEMS. Oh my, this is like, I feel like I'm just approaching this kind of page here, like I haven't seen an RLCS match in three years. We were talking about this before we started recording, and it's just the amount of changes and the amount of just different teams that we have never seen before in different roster kind of permutations that we are seeing is just incredible. Like, first killer, Apjack, Chronic. Can you get a better Ones team? I don't know, like it, it. It's going to be crazy to see how, many, how how some of these teams compete. My kind of confusion is M80 with Juries, AJ, and Ness. Such an interesting roster, all over the world coming together to play. Uh, I'm a big fan of Wavy as well, so I hope they do. Hope they do well as as well. So Luminosity. I mean, all these teams are going to be really good. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> this is going to be a, a tremendous season once it finally maybe eventually kicks off. Um, Next up, Furia is headed back to Sam. I think, you know, given the fact that OG come back, NRG is, you know, set to rebuild, M80, you know, is back. Uh, Hey Bro looks pretty good. Dignitas rebuilds. OG Gaming enters the fold. Shopify looks set to compete. Like, I think that the NA region spots are going to be, Uh, very difficult to get, so I think it's not necessarily a bad decision for Furia to head back to Sam.
1: Yeah, and especially with how, I would say, disappointing their season was uh, coming up to NA prior uh, to this season, so I think that's kind of the correct move for them, especially after dropping their team. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and then last but certainly not least, a tremendous amount of drama happening over in the Mina region, um, first, you have Sunless Khan tweeting that he's going to be stepping away from Rocket League for an indefinite amount of time to address some mental health and physical health issues. Um, you know, We wish him nothing but the best. Um, then then it, it comes out that uh, the Twins, Ruas and Killers, are leaving Rule 1 and signing with Falcons. Um, and then it comes out that Mason is also leaving, or Masin is also leaving Rule 1, and they now have no players on their roster uh in civic tweets out that the sunless tweet has nothing to do with rule one they are still set to you know still looking to compete so you know i i'm very curious as to what happened with with that everything seemed to be going so well for them they seem to be trending in such a positive direction but now you see a falcons roster of rawas killers and trk uh, a young gun roster they all go to school together they all know each other that's going to be an extremely extremely dangerous roster
1: Yeah, I don't see things going wrong for the Falcons at all. I mean, this team is going to be dangerous in Mina, uh, even even against other teams. I'm interested to see how they shape up. It's unfortunate to see the the Rule 1 news. I know that team was a lot of fun to watch uh, in Boston whenever we were there. Uh, They were a a really fun team to interview and kind of be around. They were a really kind of good mojo team, so it's unfortunate to see them break apart. But I know they're going to go their separate ways and be successful regardless.
0: Yeah, and that leaves uh, Ahmad and Nwepo uh being dropped from Falcons as well as uh Okalid still a free agent. So, you know, plenty of talent still in that Mena region for Rule 1 to pick up uh I hate to say pick up the pieces, but you know, pick up the pieces of the the massive roster shift that just happened. Yeah. But, you know, that's a lot of roster news for one for one one episode. That's, you know, that's what you get for the 69th uh episode spectacular. Um, the, you know, that's what happens when we don't look at it for a couple of weeks and we start to get some (laughs) tweets from Rocket League, you know, they start, the orgs start going crazy.
1: And a lot of this stuff was in the month of December by itself. I mean, the majority of these moves were in the last couple of weeks. It's kind of all just piled up. So that means something has to be happening soon, I sure hope so we'll see uh teams are definitely getting ready to go I think everyone's about ready to be coming back here because this is again by far the longest offseason we've had and I, I just hope it's going to be good when we come back psionics better have something good ready to go <laughs> yeah I-, I need I need a- I need another lamb I'm-, I'm getting I'm
0: starting to, to get itchy there. it yeah <laughs> oh my god. But uh, with that, I think we're going to wrap up for this episode. We'd like to thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, join our Discord, rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Go give Flashpandy a follow on Twitter. Um, his links will be in the episode description. Check out our YouTube, our Twitch, our TikTok, and our merch store with uh, new items like Christmas ornaments for all of your uh, holiday shopping needs for the Rocket League lover in your life. All of those links and more can be found on our website at boostoverball.com. And from us on the show, as always, remember to choose Boost Overball.
1: Thank you for listening to the Boost Overball podcast. Make sure to check out our website, www.boostoverball.com, and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts.